This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Is air travel going to get better? That is the question after the federal government this morning rolled out its air passenger protection regulations. And this is, of course, right on the eve of the very busy summer travel season. And so it sets out what compensation airlines have to pay if they fail to provide adequate services in a number of different categories. Some of these rules take effect July the 15th. Some of them, a bit more complicated, will take effect this December. But this morning, the Federal Transportation Transportation Minister Mark Garneau announced these new regulations and says that this is going to put out a good framework for everybody. Rules for clear communication, tarmac delays, denied boarding, lost or damaged luggage, and the transportation of musical instruments will come into force on July the 15th. The more complex rules related to seating as well as delays and cancellations will come into force on December 15th. Our system will be world-class, offering travelers flying to, from, or within Canada with real and fair treatment standards and compensation. Unfortunately, there has been some misinformation circulating regarding these regulations. These regulations do not increase tarmac delay time after which air carriers are required to offer passengers the option to disembark. Also, these regulations will ensure that all air carriers provide the same minimum standards of treatment to passengers during a tarmac delay. There will be penalties up to $25,000 per violation for carriers who do not provide these minimum standards. So that is Transportation Minister Mark Garneau this morning. So is this going to do the trick? Is this going to prevent you from being bumped off a flight or having to sit on a tarmac for hours at a time without any help or assistance? Well, not everybody thinks this is going to do the trick. We wanted to talk to somebody who's been following this story for a long time, and that would be Gabor Lukash, who's the airline passenger rights advocate, and he joins us now to talk more about this. Thank you so much for being here. Good afternoon. Thank you for inviting me. What did you think about this? Is this going to do the trick for us, make air travel better? No, actually, the, those are anti-passenger regulations. They reduce the protections afforded to Canadian travelers. In what way? Tarmac delays, denied boarding, and flight delays and cancellations are just three examples where uh, the regulations make things worse for Canadians. When you look at how long passengers can be kept on a tarmac, um, that's one very good example <clears throat> of where the, this is a step in the wrong direction. Uh, since 2008, the Canadian uh, standard had been that passengers have to be let off from a flight after 90 minutes of a tarmac delay. Now the government is more than doubling that to uh, three hours and 45 minutes. Right. I fail to see how possibly that could be an improvement. And unfortunately, uh, even though uh, the Senate already told the government that this is wrong, thousands, over thousands of passengers, Canadians, told the government this is wrong. They're not listening to the public. Instead, they chose to favor the private interests of airlines. But there was no teeth in those previous rules, was there, Gabor? Because we still had lengthy tarmac delays, and it seemed like airlines never really paid the price for that. That what you're referring to is the issue of lack of enforcement. There is, n- there is no fix for it in the regulations. The 
the fines, the option to fine airlines had been in the books, on the books before, but it wasn't used. For example, in air transit uh, tarmac delay saga, which you may be familiar with, air yes. transit was fined $295,000, but actually it only paid 55000 The rest was waived. Oh, so you're saying that we had the rules before, but we just weren't enforcing them. Of course, they, they, and all the tools were there to enforce those rules for the government, just that there was no interest in enforcing the rules, and I still don't think there will be any interest to enforce them in the future. This is largely regifting existing rights to passengers or clawing back others. What about the overbooking compensation? How do you feel about that? Uh, it is a typical smoke and mirror situation. When you first hear about it, it looks very impressive because, after all, the amounts look generous. But when you look at the details of the fine print, realize that in the vast majority of the cases, people will not get a dime. Is that better or worse than what we had? Like, what, if now if I'm booked from a flight, what kind of repercussions do I have, or what kind of what can I do about that? Now, if you are bumped from a flight, then under the airline's terms and conditions, you are entitled to a certain amount of compensation. The question is not how much money you get, but rather in what conditions, under what conditions you are entitled to compensation. In the past, the Canadian transportation itself, in, under its better days, recognized that, for example, if you show up at the airport on time and the airline closes the check-in counter prematurely before the cutoff time, and that's the reason that you don't get on the plane, it is still a form of denied boarding. Under the new rules, the new regulations, that will not count as a denied boarding, so airlines will have an easy way of avoiding uh, paying any compensation by just preventing passengers from checking in. So do you think that's what they're going to do? Do you think airlines will go to more trouble to kind of skirt the rules here rather than just, you know, following them? Airlines have already been going through a lot of trouble to to um, defraud the public. Just think of the report by CBC's Go Public on uh, baggage delay compensation, where the law has already been there since 2003. The Montreal Convention is nothing new, that if your baggage is delayed, you are entitled to about $2,000 of compensation if you incur expenses. And yet the airlines were telling various bogus misinformation to passengers. And uh, even after it was publicized, it still continued. So it, 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 the airlines have a lot of money at stake because for them, it's not only your baggage. It is your baggage multiplied by millions of passengers. So if, if they're able to save $1 on each passenger on average, then for, say, Air Canada, which has uh, 120 million passengers, um, uh, or I'm sorry, um, 36 million passengers, uh, that, that would mean $36 million. So if you look at across all airlines, which would be around 120 million passengers, that would mean $120 million. So a small change on an individual level may mean very substantial financial gain for the airlines. So then what happens if they don't follow the rules? Like, is it now incumbent upon the passengers to go, to pursue the airlines for this? The, the problem that has been that the Canadian Transportation Agency has not been enforcing the rules. So they do have a unit which is tasked with enforcement. They do have people who could issue already, even before the new regulations, penalties of up to $10,000, in some cases up to $25,000 in the case of misinformation of passengers. But they are simply ignoring the rules, they are abdicating their role to enforce the rules. So today, passengers uh, can go take their claims to small claims courts. I would encourage people to avoid dealing with the Canadian Transportation Agency because they lack impartiality 
and they lack independence. They are very, very cozy with the airlines. Uh, this situation is not going to change, unfortunately, uh, in once those uh, new uh, regulations come into force, because uh, it do- doesn't address the source of the problem, which is lack of enforcement. There is no real incentive for an airline to comply with the regulations if the worst that they will get is some couple thousand dollars of fine. But so then what happens, though, like if people take it to small claims court, do they actually pay there? In small claims courts, there is a judge who is impartial, who uh, actually cares about doing justice on the Canadian Transportation Agency, and the court can force the airline to pay. And in many cases, the airline will pay before the case goes to trial because they know that they would lose. So by taking cases to small claims courts, it also has the advantage that the airline ends up either with a public record of their uh, misconduct, or at least they have to deal with the financial cost of having to defend a case. Uh, which means that that is a, some minimal consequence for breaking the law. The the current the biggest problem right now is that an airline that doesn't pay a compensation that is owed to passengers faces no financial consequences for breaking the law. So what do you think they should have done then, Gabor? What was a better way to deal with this? With respect to tarmac delays, the Trudeau government should have listened to the Senate. The Senate said and actually passed a, an amendment that tarmac delays should be limited to 90 minutes. But the Trudeau government chose to go against that and insisted that passengers should be kept in a tarmac up to three hours. There was an easy solution there, but they chose to not follow that. With respect to denied boarding compensation, flight delays and cancellations, there is already the European Union's gold standard. We have seen that it works. It makes airlines competitive. Uh, in Europe, airfares are quite low. It didn't there was no airline that went bankrupt because of those uh, European rules. And Canada should have used the experience gaining Europe and built on it. We should have simply copied their passenger uh, protection regulation, Regulation 261 of 2004. And that would have provided lower dollar amounts of compensations, but everybody would actually get compensated people who need to get compensated. So it sounds like, Gabor, you feel like these don't have enough teeth. You're not, you, you don't think this is a great idea. Uh, the, the, it's not simply not enough tea. That's just part of the problem. And the other part is that actually it is taking away rises passengers would have when uh, under the regulations that um, was were passed by the government, passengers will not see monetary compensation in the vast majority of the cases, contrary to what the minister is suggesting, because the conditions are way too restrictive and passengers will not be able to qualify for the compensation, even though that hypothetical $1,000 or $2,000 compensation is there, but they don't meet the criteria for it. Hmm. So overall, what we see here is that that, uh, uh, we simply perpetuate lack of accountability for airlines, and uh, we will remain very much uh, behind the European Union's gold standard. All right, Gabor, thank you very much for your time on this. Thank you very much for having me. That is Gabor Lukacs, who's the airline passenger rights advocate and says he's not happy. He is a critic of what he sees here. Uh, The government didn't do a good enough job, he says, with their passenger rights measures that they brought forward today.